establish her this week. Started Colossians chapter 2. We made it about halfway through. The conversation was rich. This passage of scripture is so full of relevancy and, and application, as of course all the scripture is. Paul lays the foundation in, in Colossians chapter 1 that it is Christ in us, no longer us for God type of mentality. So he really uses the prepositions in a very important way in verses 4. So that's the foundation because, you know, when you build a house, you really can't build walls and have growth and increase your square feet, so to speak, without having the foundation that's properly laid, that's secure, that's solid. So Colossians 2 is about the growing up. It's about the walls. It's about the being built up in Christ, assuming that the foundation has been laid in our lives as women, in our minds, in our hearts, that we have to get out of this mentality that it's us for God and, and dive deep into it is Christ in me, the hope of glory, Colossians 1.27. And so in Colossians 2, the crux verse, really, that Paul's leading up to, there's a couple of them, Colossians chapter 2, verse 9, as well as Colossians chapter 2, verse 17. And he's, he's painting such a picture in Colossians 2 of what doesn't build us up in Christ, and then what does. Because sometimes to know the counterfeit, you got to know the truth and vice versa. So what is it that does not build us up in the person of Christ that sometimes we think does. And Paul actually lists those out in verses 5 through 9 that principles, traditions, rituals, sometimes even deception. And we, we had to stop and look at that and, and define well, what is deception. The enemy is good at what he does. Deception is just truth tweaked a little bit. And it can be very subtle in the body of Christ, in the church, in Bible studies, in a woman's life who is growing in the Lord. The things of, of the world, the things of, of that culture that tell us this is what growing look like can be very subtle but very dangerous because they're lies, they're deception, truth tweaked. And so Paul comes comes hard on Colossians chapter 2, these people, and saying, listen, what, what is it that's deluded you? What's persuaded you away from walking in the manner of Christ? Don't let anything see to it. Guard your mind. Let no one and no thing take you captive with empty philosophies, with deceptions, with futile discussions, with what I would say are the fringes of Christianity, where you really miss the person of Christianity. Haven't we seen that? That we can so be a part of the Christian culture in Atlanta or wherever you, you are and the Christian jargon and, and the Bible study world and yet lose the person of Jesus altogether. Miss him entirely. That's exactly what Paul was saying in the first half of Colossians 2. That's what you don't want to do. That is not going to cause you to grow. Bible studies are great things. The church, reading the scripture, face down in prayer, these are incredibly good, vital parts of the Christian life. But those apart from the person of Christ doing them in you will not cause you to grow because they will 
basically just be a bunch of elevated principles. When Christianity is about a person, the person of Jesus Christ. So then he, he begins to, to get up to Colossians 2, 17, the second crux verse, um, where all of this, all of life, all of even the Christianity um, nuances, if you will, are mere shadows of the substance. The substance is Christ himself, who lives on the inside of us, who lived on the inside of these Colossians. But how interesting it is that we can be deluded. We can be misled and led astray from the truth of the simplicity of the gospel. Paul actually talks about that in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, chapter 13 about the simplicity of devotion to Jesus Christ. And it's so easy to get active and busy that we lose the intimacy and the stillness of knowing that He is God. And God is Christ. And Christ is in me. And then that that brought us to our our second discussion of the difference between divinity and, and deity. We are not deity, but we are divine because of the attributes of who is in us. Jesus, God, man, he is deity. And Colossians 2 just trumps everything else in Scripture really as a theme of the supremacy of Christ. I mean, Paul is just almost weaving the supremacy of Christ in every single word in Colossians chapter 2. That in him the fullness of the deity of the Godhead dwell. And just reminding the Colossians that this is who your God is. And through the Holy Spirit, He abides in you. He actively dwells in you. And He is the one who will grow you up, root you deep, erect those walls, so to speak, of your house on the rock of Christ. He is the one who is responsible for our growth, ladies, not us. He will draw us into the Word. He will draw us into community and gatherings and accountability and and the church body and and service. He will draw us into those things. But those are byproducts, if you will, of the intimacy with Him, of, of kneeling and encountering Jesus. That's where growth is. And so the second part of Colossians 2, which we're going to get into towards the end of August, really talks a lot about the differences between legalism and grace growth and kind of seeing and filtering all of our life, all of our teaching through the lens, through the light of Christ. And we're going to we're going to dive into reasoning versus revelation, inspiration versus interpretation. And then legalism really being defined as will worship. And Paul really goes into that towards the last little few verses. Um, there's an incredible man, Ironside, whose commentary I'm using as I study. And there's some awesome quotes that we have ahead of us that we're going to dive into as well. So how we are built up in Christ, see to it that nothing and no one take you captive. And then see into Jesus. Those two things are responsible 
for keeping us growing up in the Lord in the way that He wants us to. I'm excited about Colossians 2 Part 2. I'll see you all there.